Hello, welcome to Zenith. I am your host, Caesar Davila. So uh, just to start off, uh, we could you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zenith underscore podcast. That's where I'll be posting updates on everything going on and we'll be interacting with you and my supporters. So um, I'm also considering starting a Patreon where you can support me directly. I'm working on what I can provide for those supporters with exclusive content, early access, and other incentives. But again, I'll be updating everything on my Twitter and Instagram at Zenith underscore podcast. So, this is episode zero. I will be uh, having a guest on pretty much every episode, but um, this one's special because I'm going to be giving you an introduction of who I am, why I'm doing this, and what I'm planning on doing with this podcast. So again, this is episode zero of Zenith, and let's get started, shall we? So, um, starting off with my earliest memory is of my uh, family's first dog. It was a German Shepherd. His name was Rocky, and I remember, uh, like, walking out my kitchen door, and it leads to, like, this little hallway in the side of the house, and I remember seeing my German Shepherd uh, walking away, like, limping away, and it was a very short memory, you know, and I'm... I've had it obviously my whole life since that happened and I don't remember how old I was when that happened so I asked my parents and they told me that I was three when he died and um yeah so that's that's for sure my earliest memory dogs have always been a big part of my family and uh, my dog my dad specifically he loves German Shepherds and uh, we end up getting a German Shepherd later on in life that ends up becoming my son but yeah we'll get to that so, um, I was born and raised in La Puente, California. I was fortunate enough to live in the same house pretty much my whole life. Growing up, I remember living in a garage with my parents, older sister Hillary, and me. I grew up in a full house with uh, three uncles, one aunt, and two grandparents. Everyone lived in the house was uh, from my dad's side. They all immigrated here from Guatemala when my dad was 14. And uh, another early memory of mine is um, I remember seeing my dad's my dad and uncles playing basketball on the driveway. We they used to have like a basketball court here in the driveway, and uh, yeah, that's um, I do remember that, and it makes me understand that like they've always pretty much had a close uh, relationship with the family. You know, we've always been very family oriented, and that's part of our culture, you know, Hispanic culture, and then, like, the, like my family's from Guatemala, both my mom and my dad, and, uh, yeah, I grew up with the family orientation mindset and the culture behind it, and I love it, you know, I love my family because of that, and I'm glad I grew up this way. Since my dad and uncles uh, played sports, my family put me into soccer when I was five. I, uh, <laughs> I joined a random team, and turned out that the coach and his son, who also played, lived 10 houses away from me in the same street. So um, that's how I met one of my childhood friends. I also had three friends who lived across the street from me. It was two brothers and then someone who, whose family rented in the garage of those two brothers. The good parts of my childhood was um, mostly with them. You know, we'll play sports, run around the streets, playing cops and robbers, or like, la- um, not laser tag, like tag. But um, I also remember them coming over to my house to play uh, video games. And uh, we used to have like a little sick pool in the backyard. So they'll come with that as well. 
my house was always a place to meet up for some weird reason. Like, that's going to be a recurring thing that you're going to notice um, as I go on with my life. So, uh, besides fun and games with my childhood friends and uh, my family, I would always spend time with them on the weekends growing up. My parents would take us everywhere from the movies to the park, the mall, restaurants, and Disneyland. And uh, actually, we were annual pass holders for a few years in my childhood. I still remember when Disneyland California Adventures entrance had the Golden Gate Bridge over their main street. Yeah, I mean, that's no longer there. <laughs> it's like, a, you know, only OGs remember. But yeah, um, then talking about my mom, uh, her uh, family, she's also from Guatemala and her family still lives there. And um, occasionally, like, they would come visit. And the last time I visit, I went to go visit was when I was six years old, sadly. I remember meeting all the family there. And uh, I particularly remember going to a beach in Guatemala where they had uh, black sand and the water was warm. It was, it was. I mean, obviously nothing like the beaches here in Soco, you know. So, sadly, I haven't gone back since then. But definitely, I do plan on uh, going back soon, hopefully. And, uh... You know, growing up, I started realizing what were my interests in life, as well as, like, as we all do, you know. And uh, going into middle school, I played soccer religiously in the weekends with the team. And I'll play at school and lunch break, and I'll play at home as well. Um, I also remember in middle school, I would invite a lot of my friends over to play some video games. And uh, we'll play sports outside, play soccer, basketball, football. And then we'll end the night with some pizza, you know. I was a big nerd, and I, I for sure was addicted to video games when I was growing up. And um, besides, like, all the fun and games, you know, like, growing up, though, I do remember I used to have some pretty bad uh, anger issues. I had a very short temper, and would always get mad at my family. I felt like my family did not understand me, but I also didn't understand that relationships were like a two-way street, you know, and me getting mad, on, mad at them all the time didn't help. And then uh, eighth grade year... Um, the two weeks before the my uh, my school year started, my uncle from my dad's side uh, died drunk driving, and it was wild to see the the long term effects it's had on my family and myself. You know, he was uh, I remember him being a good man. I never saw him mad. He was always uh, nice. You know, I always seen him smiling, and uh, that was a beautiful memory I have of him, and um. My memory of him, like, unconsciously made me want to be remembered like that as well, if that ever happened. And that did play a big part with who I am today, you know. Um, also, like, with the whole drunk driving part, like, just the culture behind my family with alcohol definitely changed. And it was affected by that, you know. But that's something I'll probably go more in depth with, you know, in the episodes. And uh, then going into high school... I ended up going um, to another district from my friends in middle school, but we kept in touch through uh, Xbox. Even though we didn't go to the same school, we still like see each other a lot. We'll always meet at the park to play soccer, and uh, they'll come over like about once a month to my house for like a little bonfire sleepover. I'll have about five to like the most. I think with like ten to twelve like guys like just. 14-year-old boys just sleeping over all at once. It was pretty hectic, you know. And uh, we'll play video games, and we'll just talk until sunrise. Like, And I remember every single time, like, around 3 a.m., 
we'll go down a rabbit hole of conspiracies in YouTube and uh, we'll call it conspiracy hour, you know, <laughs> or like we'll just search up random theories and look at like paranormal and supernatural videos and it'll just freak us out. But I loved it. And um, that's something that like I've always been interested in you know, with the whole like aliens and just paranormal stuff, supernatural theories in general. Um, yeah, I, you know, I grew up like that and that's who I am. And that's something I for sure also am looking forward on going in depth with here on the podcast. I'll spend most of my weekends, uh, playing video games and soccer. You know, I, uh, I never drank or smoked in high school. I've always been a nerd and, uh, I was always naturally energetic too. I still am. And I never really understood where that came from, but that's for sure. Like one of my favorite characteristics about myself that I love. And in high school, uh, that's when I started learning what I liked, you know, um, when it comes to like music and movies and TV shows. Sadly, I never really cared too much about music until high school. My parents would always just play their music, you know, um, they would just play like radio as well. And uh, I did my the first artist I got into like on my own was uh, Eminem and he made me into a hip hop soul. And I still am a hip-hop soul, even though I obviously listen to other artists. But at the end of the day, I am a hip-hop soul, you know. And um, I've always been a huge comic book movie nerd. And an even bigger Star Wars nerd. I love the Marvel movies, DC movies, and uh, Star Wars. That's something I'm I'm excited to go in depth with as well. And uh, despite being a nerd, I've literally always been like a class clown in school. And just a clown in general in life, (laughs) if I'm being honest. I got along with a lot of different characters in high school, a lot of different people, and that's when I started noticing, like, how much I have fun socializing, you know, because uh, I'll be the one to walk around sometimes in lunch, like, in high school, and just hang out with different groups, talk to them, walk around, and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, it's everyone, they have their groups, but I like to, yeah, I like to just go around, I've always liked change like that, you know, something new, something exciting, and, uh, Throughout school, this time I've always uh, done the bare minimum just to survive. I was I was I wasn't a dumb kid, but a lazy one who just didn't care about school. Sadly, and uh, after barely graduating high school, I uh, went to Chico State for my first year in college. And let me tell you, Chico changed my life. You remember how I said I didn't drink or smoke in high school? Yeah, well, that for sure changed. Um, <laughs> I went from being sober in high school to pretty much drinking every weekend and eventually becoming like a pothead a stoner you know uh chico was a huge party school that's something i did not know going in and uh yeah i for sure like i wasn't ready for the life i wasn't prepared i went from doing nothing to like kicking down the door and doing it not everything but you know going wild and uh i went there thinking i wanted to be a veterinarian and uh i ended up finding out that like it just wasn't meant to be you know but my love and appreciation for nature and the sky started there because I grew up my whole life in SoCal, you know. And when you're here, we don't really see a lot of diversity with nature. But over there, Chico State, they had like its own creek, like going um, in the middle of the campus where they have beautiful bridges where you have to cross them to go from one side to the other. There was like about 200 species of trees in the campus. Like There was so many trees, plants, and just so much green in general. It was gorgeous, and and the stars as well. You know, these are just some things that I didn't know that 
I never seen before and I was never exposed to like the appreciation of that and that for sure sparked it but sadly I didn't appreciate it enough there as a lot of things in life you know you don't really know how good you have until it's gone and I remember uh, in my second semester there I took a small groups communication class it was just for my general education and uh, that class ended up changing my life it was a combination of it was a combination of like what I was learning to the environment of um, you know the people I was meeting in that class and the professor all had a big impact into why I love it so much and I ended up falling in love with it instantly. I've always liked public speaking. I, you know, I've always been a class clown, so a class clown, so the attention wasn't really a problem. And um luckily also uh, I've had one of the highest rated professors in the school as my professor. And uh, she's been there for over 10 years. She was also, like, part of the communications department. And, uh, like, I remember after the first speech we had, she uh, told me that I was one of the best uh, speakers she's ever seen. And me, like, not knowing what communication studies is and just not knowing that in general, like, that's how I knew, like, this was something special, you know. And uh, unfortunately... That was literally like those were that was literally one of the only classes that I passed actually because uh, after a year at Chico State I was academically disqualified because of my grades and uh, after that I for sure went into one of the darkest times of my life um, but you live and learn you know after after Chico I moved with my parents and little sister to a little a little town up north in the Central Valley in California called Tracy and. I lived in Tracy for two years, and in my time in Tracy, I uh, went to Modesto Junior College, where I explored uh, two possible majors. It was history and uh, communication studies. I loved both, but ended up choosing communication studies. And uh, I also took um, an astronomy class there, which was with an amazing professor that re-sparked my love and appreciation for space that I had that I developed in Chico. And that's something I for sure notice when it comes to like professors or just leadership in general. Like when it comes to leaders, you really need like someone, a good leader, you know, like they for sure affect the productivity and like the motivation of people. And luckily, I've had these amazing professors who have made me fall in love with what they're teaching, you know. And because of that, I've become a regular stargazer. And uh, my two years in Tracy, even though it was dark, even though it was a dark time, and uh, I was alone, you know, I had no friends, fresh off of the biggest failure of my life so far, and uh, I was scared. I was scared to fail again. I ended up using weed as like a coping mechanism for my depression you know but sadly i ended up gaining a lot of weight because of that those munchies man gotta be careful you know but uh as again live and learn and despite going through that rough patch i was still able to meet some amazing people and create some amazing friendships that i still have today taking classes that i liked and you know just I was able to get into the dean's list and get into the mindset of succeeding in school, which was mind-blowing, you know, coming from failing school. Two years later, I moved back to La Puente with my family, and uh, I attended Rio Hondo College 
to finish my associate's degree. At Rio Hondo, I uh, I joined a speech and debate team, which changed my life. I was never like a big critical thinker, like a conscious one who like you know constantly do that. But that changed because of that. You know, it made me stimulate my mind more, and I loved the public speaking aspect of it and just being challenged. And um, something else that also uh, I'm very happy about with Rio is that I began writing poetry there. And I'm very happy I did because it's something that I'm proud of. You know, that's something I definitely want to express. I want to I wanna read my poems live, you know, on this podcast and then talk about it. And also at that time when I went to Rio and just like moved back to La Puente, I got my first long-term job. I've had some pretty like, I had some short-term jobs. But yeah, I, uh, I, got, a, I got a job at McDonald's where uh, my cousin actually helped me get hired there. And uh, I worked there part-time while going to school. And I got promoted to manager four months into the job. Which is crazy because, you know, I never even thought of like, oh, I'm going to get promoted here. But it just happened because of my work ethic, I I assume, you know. And uh, honestly, that's when I realized like the passion and how like there's like I had the natural talent for leadership. I worked there for two years which were two years too long, to be honest. Um, that was definitely uh, an experience being there. But I met, some, I met some amazing people there, which I'm still close to today, and I'm grateful for that, you know. But after those two years, um, I left, and I was uh, hired at Tierra Mia Coffee, which I uh, worked my way up to the cus- to a supervisor, which is the same position as manager at McDonald's. And luckily, I was hired at the right time, and I was promoted in three months and i've been working there since and it's gonna be two years this year time flies time flies at the same time um as that i graduated rio hondo as when i got promoted and uh ended up transferring to cal poly pomona to uh study communications um emphasizing in interpersonal communication and uh which is the study of relationships you know that's something that i uh, i love i'm so happy I'm doing that because uh, I'm excited to like help. You know, I'm I'm excited to just talk about what I learned. It's really important, you know, just understanding the importance of relationships. There is a like there's a direct correlation between the quality of life that you have and the relationships that you have. You know, the quality of the relationships, and that's something I for sure want to get in go in depth with. And uh, it was a long journey, you know, but. I'm happy to say that I'll be graduating this uh, spring, hopefully, which my with my bachelor's. I love school now, which is crazy to think, you know, but I love what I'm learning. My first semester, I took a, at Cal Poly, I took an introduction to communication theory class, which blew my mind, honestly. I learned so many theories and concepts of behaviors and just things that we do every single day, and I learned them. Like, it's gotten to the point where, like, I'm able to articulate what I'm learning, which I'm happy, you know, because eventually maybe a possibility I want to do in the future is teach this in college, you know, but we'll wait, we'll wait then, we'll wait until we get there, you know. Um, I'm also grateful that I went to Chico because without it, I don't know where I uh, I would be right now in life. And um, I could honestly say that I'm happy right now with uh, with how my life is going with who I am, and um, that's something I uh, that 
you know, you can't take it away from me because um, I'm happy that everything that's happened to my life right now, everything that I've gone through, even that horrible failure of getting kicked out of school because, uh, like, all of that, I'm grateful, you know, because a wise little man once said, failures are the greatest teachers. And that's Yoro who I'm talking about, just in case you don't know, you know. And, <laughs> I mean, like, Star Wars itself is, I love it. It's, um... It's crazy how I learned that in Star Wars, you know, how failures are, uh, it's a great, it's the greatest teacher, but that's something that, a philosophy that I live with now because of that. And everything that's happened to me seems to be uh, leading me down this path that I'm in, you know, I love talking to people, I've always been good at, good at creating friendships, I love being a leader, I love public speaking, and I love what I'm learning in school. I love learning and I want to continue learning beyond school. There's a strong possibility I'll return for my master's, but need to save some money for that, you know? So, because, you know, school isn't cheap, especially in the United States, especially in the United States. You know, cancel public, cancel uh, student debt. Honestly, we should. But um, without access to, like, public speaking and networking from school, I feel starting a podcast is a good step in the right direction. I hope to learn. And most of all, like help people learn as well, new perspectives in life, because uh, that's kind of the reason why I'm doing this. I want to do this by having a guest, you know, um, every episode um, from all sorts of backgrounds. I don't want to be limited to specific topics. This is my platform, which means I could do what I want with it. And I want to be able to spread peace, love and appreciation of life. And like, is that isn't something that I just want to do in my on my platform, but just in life in general i believe it's so important like i believe empathy is one of the most important aspects that we as humans must endure to live a good and happy life i try my best to live life with love as like an external force of energy that i give out and uh i've been told by my friends and even sisters that like i'm kind of like a modern day hippie and i'm okay with that with that comparison like if i'm being honest with you and you know, I, I want to have fun doing this, but I also want to be challenged as well. Uh, so I want to, like, engage into conversations that don't necessarily have a correct answer. I want to educate and advocate for human rights. I believe everyone should be treated equal because we are all literally made of the same material on Earth. We are all connected here. But sadly, the world doesn't see that sometimes. I want to help educate and spread love for human rights you know for um from lgbtq to racial discrimination and like with that being said i will probably get into politics here occasionally but that will not be the focus i want to be a, i want this to be a positive environment and politics can make that difficult sometimes because um i mean i understand it's really important to talk about this you know it's it's constantly there very it's affecting us every day even though we might not really understand that but um like i said i want to make this a positive environment and, and whenever i talk about that i just want to make sure that the conversations are productive because especially with politics it could get derailed you know and i want this converse i want the conversations to be productive at the end of the day and uh this podcast is going to be exploring relationships culture nature art consciousness and like just the appreciation and the celebration of life you know the fact that we're all here we're all alive and it's beautiful
you know and with that being said let's get into the name and the logo so uh, with the name zenith there's three reasons why i decided on that name zenith has two definitions so the first definition it's uh it means it's the highest point in the sky directly above an observer so when you're looking up you're looking at the zenith you know if you look up right now like look up right now just put one give one second just look up that's the zenith you know and uh i myself i love stargazing i'm literally always looking up you know so i'm always looking at the zenith that's the astronomy term the other definition it's a noun um the other definition it's the time at which something is most powerful or successful and that is beautiful because I feel we should, like, all be striving to be at the zenith, you know? Like, in life in general. Like, I understand sometimes it's hard. But the overall, you know, like, overall in life, like, that could be... That, like, the, the, the sense of power or success could be anything that you want it to mean. But we should always be striving at that. And um, hopefully this podcast will spark my journey to that, you know? And uh, the last reason why... I chose the name was because uh, there's a song called Zenith by a rapper of the name Denzel Curry. Uh, he's become one of my favorite rappers. And this song is a big reason for that. I love the hook of the song. Catch me at the Zenith. You know, catch me at the time we're most powerful or successful. Because that's the way they, they use it. They use that word in the song. It's also featuring Joey Badass. It's a good song. If you haven't listened to it, if you like hip hop, highly recommend the flow, production, lyrics are all amazing. And uh, also, like, just to hook itself, like, Catch Me at the Zenith, I love the concept of that. And that's something I want to, like, I want I want to use that concept later on with my merchandise slash clothing that eventually is going to start, you know? That's something in the future I'm looking forward to. And, uh, yeah, that's why I chose the name Zenith. And uh, now for the logo. So, uh, you can see the logo on right now on the screen and my goal for the logo was to make it simple but powerful and that's honestly what it is i'm so happy with the way it came out if you look at it um it can mean so many things and that's what i love about it you know going back to the definition of zenith you can look at this and it kind of looks like a mountain peak you know the highest point but it also looks like a road you know like you're heading towards the zenith I've also been told it looks like the peace sign, which itself represents Zenith. You know, peace meaning the most, like the time in which something is most powerful or successful. And then um, <laughs> I've also been told that uh, it, like, it represents like a beam of light coming down or even Pac-Man eating two Pringles. Once I, once I heard that, I honestly cannot get that out of my head if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> but I mean, that's the beauty of this. You know, the possibilities are endless. You let it mean what you want. You know, these are just very few things that I've noticed that, like, this could represent. But there's no, no one right answer for this. Because in life, like, there's no one right answer, you know? You let it mean what you mean. And the possibilities are endless. And uh, I want to give a shout-out, honestly, to Josie. Uh, she's the graphic designer that I collaborated with to make this logo. And she helped make this, you know? And I have big plans for this. Zenith is uh, it's going to grow to something beyond the podcast, but you have to start somewhere, and this is where I'm starting, and I'm, I'm happy to finally start on it, and what's crazy is that this is just the beginning, 
thank you. Thank you to everyone who's supporting me because you are going to be, like, you are the rock of this. This won't be possible without you. Understand that. And um, just to make sure, if you're not following me on social media, it's at Zenith underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. I'll be expanding to Facebook and YouTube soon. But this is a process, you know? You have to trust the process. Life is a process. Trust the process. And this concludes episode zero. Again, thank you for giving this a listen. I'm excited to see where this goes. I really am. And I hope you are too, because this is just the beginning. And uh, this is a journey we're all going to embark on together. Until next time, friends. You can always find me at the Zenith.